Praise the Lord. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you today as we bring you greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is ahead of our life. We give honor to our honorable pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church, and to our First Lady, Lady Paulette Murchison, and to my own lovely wife, Missionary Newsom, and to all of you today. And uh, thank you, Missionary Swanigan. Uh, I want to thank God for all the saints that are viewing on today. And so, uh, we definitely bring you greetings in the name of the Lord. We did have uh, a blessed weekend. So we'll just start with our sidebar and then we'll uh, go a little bit farther. But we wanted to uh, kind of uh, share with you that we had such a, a, a bittersweet weekend. But I uh, want to definitely keep uh, praying for Bishop Wilson again. I want to say that uh, and the Wilson family and the loss of his father. But then. On the other spectrum, we got back uh, from uh, St. Louis and we got back uh, into Wisconsin and we uh, was in Friday night service and 
uh, uh, Elder Jeff, rather, Elder Jeff uh, out of Sheboygan, Jones, he preached uh, a very, very uh, powerful message, you know, that we have something to protect. And uh, uh, we uh, also had uh, Pastor McGee uh, from Florida, uh, from Homestead, Florida, come down and preach uh, two days for us as well. And we had a marvelous time in the Lord. I'm telling you, it was, it was, a. I'm telling you, it was a, a real powerful service and souls were filled with the Holy Ghost and uh, people were slain in the spirit. And it was just, uh, it was just Pentecost all over again. Praise God. And I really enjoyed uh, the musicians was good. Everything was good. And uh, the word uh, we were listening uh, to the word of God that came from the mouths of the men of God. And we want to definitely give honor to our pastor, Bishop Murchison. Thank God for him. Uh, and the youth uh, did such a marvelous job. Uh, we just want to keep encouraging our youth uh, to keep pushing, to keep pushing forward. I mean, it was an excellent job. And so I want to give a shout out to uh, also uh, Sister Toya Lee, I want to thank and praise God for her doing such an excellent job with the youth and all of them that work with her. And those of you um, that came to the services, we we know you witnessed a, a great sight as well. And so we're excited and we're encouraged because uh, the Holy Ghost is still moving and it's still in the church today. And people are getting saved. Young people are getting saved. And uh, I tell I tell you, it was it was just such a. Um, <laughs> I was encouraged. Even the power of God had hit us a few times in those services. And I don't know what people come to church for, but I come to church to get some. Praise God! And I can tell you, praise God! I I uh, I just felt the power in that place, and I was <laughs> I was just excited, and uh, uh, I feel like I'm uh, strengthened, and I feel like. Uh, you know, I can uh, run through troops right now, and uh, I feel like no matter what, you know, the enemy does or what obstacles he places in our way, uh, we're going to keep fighting, praise God. And I was sharing with another saint uh, in the Midwest. Uh, heck, we had a conversation, you know, discussing some things, and, uh, you know, a topic came up, you know, sometimes people, when they get frustrated, they want to quit. And I said, look, I'm not a quitter. You know, <laughs> I had to just, you know, not meaning no harm, but I put it out there and let people know that I'm not a quitter. And simple reason why I say that is because uh, the spirit of God that down that he put down in us uh, does not fail and will not allow us to quit. And this is why uh, we got to really uh, be reinforced in the Holy Spirit because people are turning their way from God and giving up. And when people turn away from God and give up, that simply means they're not full of the Holy Ghost anymore and they have backslidden. But that's not what we want to talk about today. But I want to talk about uh, the immutability of doctrine. And uh, it spins off the word apostles doctrine, the teachings of Christ that he gave to the apostles, which were his disciples. And we're going to talk about the immutability of doctrine. You know, people... You know, they teaching something in their ministry. And so we're going to get into that today. But we want to honor the prayer request. First off, I uh, want to continue to ask 
and petition the saints to pray one for another. Continue to pray for our pastor and first lady. Uh, continue to pray for the sick that's among us. Uh, definitely pray for those that are in the hospital and those behind prison walls, those in nursing homes, those that are confined to their spaces, even those on social media and our YouTube channels and our, all of our social media platforms. Let us pray for them. Those that are tuning in, they're seeking and they're searching out truth. And uh, if there's ever been a time to search for truth, the time is now. And we want to make sure uh, that we're biblically sound and we're providing the word of truth to all viewers and subscribers. And it doesn't matter what denomination, what uh, faith you're in, uh, we're dealing with uh, the scripture, praise God. And uh, if you're teaching from any other aspect, uh, I would uh, consider that if it's not uh, in uh, parallel sequence with scripture, then I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't rely on that as truth or doctrine, praise God. And there's a lot of there's a lot of commentary out there, and I don't want to, um, you know, not as a theologian, but I just want to say there's a lot of commentary out there, and some of it is healthy and beneficial for the believer. But we can't digest everything and make it the apostles' doctrine or make it truth. It has to be backed up by the scriptures from uh, Genesis to Revelations, which we have 66 books that we that are comprised into one book that all points to uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, being the Savior, huh? being the Creator. As I said, He was Father in creation, Son uh, in redemption, and Holy Ghost in regeneration. And we must know if we're going to be uh, founded upon this truth, uh, we must uh, teach the Apostles' teaching, which uh, was received of the Apostles and disciples from Jesus Christ Himself. All right? And why the scripture said we are built upon the foundation of the apostles, prophets, and Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. So let us pray that the saints and the people of God will grow stronger. That's why I came uh, on today. I want to still share that we need, like never before, we need to stand together in unity on this apostolic doctrine, on, on the apostles' teaching, praise God. Hmm? And we must follow it uh, to the latter because we're going to go to a few scriptures today. I got about four or five scriptures we need to get to. And so we're going to get into it. We're going to dive deep today. But let us go before the Lord in a brief word of prayer that the Lord, we're praying that the Lord will send forth labors into the vineyard. Uh, continue to pray for our immediate family. Pray for my nieces, uh, my nephews, my auntie, my uncle. Uh, pray for Pastor Eugene Walton and the Faithful Mission family. And those that are uh, uh, beginning new works and uh, new beginnings where Pastor McGee is uh, working there in Florida and Homestead, that the Lord will continue to bless them as our friends, uh, Pastor McGee and Sister McGee, that the Lord will continue to bless them and the saints in Florida. Remember my good friend, Bishop Mark Jones, and as well as Bishop Stone and all of the saints of God in the National Pentecostal Power Churches. Remember our presider, our assistant presider, uh, Bishop Dr. Charles Bennett and uh, Bishop Charles Webb and their wives. Let us continue to pray for them and their ministries that they're uh, leading and in, in, including uh, the entire organization. Let us pray that God will strengthen the organization in areas where the enemy want to assault us. Hmm? But I want to let you know that, you know, we behold the threatenings. Paul behold their threatenings. 
and we're not going to tuck tail and run. Praise God. Hmm? We're going to stand on this foundation and we're going to stand on it until we die. Praise God. And so we're going to uh, go through these scriptures here. And we're going to talk about a few things as we talk about the immutability of God. So let us go before his throne. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus, O Lord, as we come before thee and before thy throne. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for your blessing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We thank you, God, for the outpouring of your Holy Spirit. We thank you, God, for, oh God, filling our cup. We thank you, God, for just refreshing and renewing and anointing the people of God as we continue to be refreshed throughout this year. Send revival, God. Oh, God, to all believers, God. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now. We give you glory and praise for what you're about to do and what you've already done. Bless our leaders and those in leadership, God, that you would continue to direct them in the Holy Spirit. Oh, God, that where you lead, they will follow. And God, we pray for all the pastors of the National Pentecostal Power Church, all of the district elders, Lord, and their families. We pray now, oh God, for a mighty move of God, oh God, throughout this year, that we all would be revived, oh God, no matter what our titles and position is. Revive us, God, that we don't get comfortable, God, in, oh God, the things, oh God, related to, oh God, the apostles' teaching. Oh, God, that the church will continue to be strong and vibrant. And, oh, God, that we will continue to stand, oh, God, in these last and evil days. And, Lord, we thank you. We forever give you glory and praise. And we believe you for increase. Help us to decrease that your anointing and the word of wisdom may increase in our lives. That we may, oh, God, continue, Lord God, to meditate on your word both day and night. That we might be like that tree planted by the rivers of water. Help us now. Encourage us now, strengthen us now. In the name of Jesus, we pray to the glory of God. Bless the youth and those that recently received the Holy Ghost. Bless them, God, and those that you're reaching, God. Oh, God, touch them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, God, sinner shaking, sinner stirring, God. And oh, God, renew, God. Oh, God, their strength. We thank you and we forever give you glory. We give you the praise in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen and amen. Praise God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. So now we're here uh, to talk about the immutability of God, and we're going to get right into the scripture, and we're going to dive into it. And first thing we want to talk about, the word itself. You know, the word itself, immutability, you know, deals with the the unchangeable truth. Uh, uh, God's uh, truth is unchangeable because he's is the word of truth. Hmm? And so God does not change. Uh, you can look at numbers 23 and 19. Uh, he's, he cannot lie. You know what I'm saying? And so we have to look at the scriptures that define and personify the Lord himself. Hmm? And so when God gives a word, he gave a word in Thessalonians 4 and 16, said, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven. If God say he's coming back, he's coming back. You can, you can bank on it, praise God. And so we need to know, don't get discouraged in your trial, in your test. Uh, pastors, leaders, bishops, do not get discouraged because all oh, glory be to God. In the Old Testament, they got discouraged because of the way. All oh, glory be to God. Hmm? 
but I can let you know. Moses lifted up the serpent, the brazen serpent, and told him to look up and live. And also if the son of man be lifted up from the earth, he will draw all men unto him. So we need to look to Jesus who is the author and the finisher of our faith. So when we look at the immutability of God, God is unchangeable. He does not change. You go, you say, well, where is that scripture that God does not change? So we're gonna um we're gonna go to uh a few passages of scripture. God is not susceptible to change in in, in terms of who he is. Hmm? Uh and uh his change uh I mean, well, his 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 person cannot be changed in the sense of uh, God can't be canceled. This is why people say, well, how can God die? <laughs> I'm going to get into it now. How can God, you know, come in sinful flesh and die for us? Huh? He cannot change, praise God. And I'm going to give you some scripture here in just a minute here. Let's go to uh, Malachi chapter 3. We're going to go to Malachi chapter 3 so we can take a look uh, at God does not change. And we want to go to Psalms 117 too. We're going to go to Psalms 117. So let's go to um, let's go to Malachi chapter 3, all right, and verse number 6. And he was talking to the backslidden uh, people of God, the priests here in Malachi, uh, which were uh, taking advantage of the sacrificial system. And they were giving God the leftovers. But we want to just talk about Malachi 3 and 6 for now. And he says, for I am the Lord. Huh? This is not me saying it. We're giving you truth. Look at the scripture in Malachi 3 and 6. He says, for I am the Lord. I change not. Therefore, you sons of Jacob, I not consume. Even from the days of your fathers, you are gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them. This is why we need revival. He says, return unto me, and I will return unto you, said the Lord of hosts. But ye said, wherein shall we return? <laughs> oh, glory be to God. We don't want to go too far into this, but we want to show you the immutability of God. He does not change, all right? And so we want to show you something else. Let's take a look at uh, Psalms. 117. I'm on, I'm going somewhere here as we talk about the humility of doctrine. Let's go to Psalms 117, which is a very, very uh, short um, uh, chapter. Psalms chapter 117, 1 and 2. We say, oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people. For his merciful kindness is great toward us. And the truth of the Lord endure forever. Praise ye the Lord. He says, and the truth of the Lord endure forever. I want you to take a look at that. It says, and the truth of the Lord endure forever. Hmm? We need to know. Ah. Uh, God's love is unlimited, hmm? and it does not change hmm? because he is love. 
Scripture in St. John 3 and 16 said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. God has always loved his creation, and he will never stop loving it. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? We stop loving God, but God never stopped loving us hmm? because God is love. So he doesn't change the immutability of God. Hmm? And this is why any man that or woman that say they hath God should have love for and toward their brother and sister. And if you claim it that you know God and you don't, you hate your brother and sister, the Bible say you a liar. Praise the Lord. I don't want to get into that, but I just want to let you know the, the immutability of doctrine is uh, we must teach the proper con connotation of, of the representation of God's character. And God's character, <laughs> oh, glory be to God, it's unchangeable. Hmm? And we can see a lot of times where people uh, displease God, but we can see in Genesis there, Chapter 6, Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. God did not change toward, uh, oh, glory be to God, his creation. Yeah, he was upset. He was disappointed. He was disgusted as he is with all sin, praise God. Hmm? And so we must know it's not us that God hates. And so this is why we must uh, teach this properly because people say, well, you know, the church shouldn't be teaching hate. You know, uh, the church is not teaching hate. God is love. God hates the sin, but he loves the soul of the individual or what he has created. Hmm? And so we must know if we do anything that displeases God, it doesn't matter hmm? if I'm a drunkard or a gambler or a smoker, huh? or, you know, a whoremonger, hmm? or whatever you want to go down through your list. Pick, pick through the list. If you homosexual, hmm? if you, uh, you know, whatever you practice, hmm? it's the sin that God's hate. And so we must make sure we, you know, uh, teach the love of God and the essence of who God is. He hates all sin. Hmm? And guess what? Uh, all sin hmm, will be judged, praise God. Hmm? And so we need to know that it's not us, it's not the person, it's not the individual hmm, that God does not love. It's the sin that he hates, all right? So we want to make sure we make that clear. And so the word immutability has to deal with God does not change. Hmm? He's eternal. Hmm? He's the alpha. He's the omega. He's the beginning. He's the end. And he's, oh, he's God. He's sovereign, praise God. Hmm? In his very nature, hmm? God does not change. So we need to know that. So when we look at the word truth itself, he says in St. John 17 and 17, he says, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. God has not changed hmm, what he meant hmm, from the beginning till now. And this is why when we want to talk about, you know, uh, God's creation, he created male and female created he them. God didn't change man or oh, sexual orientation. <laughs> oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. 
I told you I'm messing up already. God did not change man's sexual orientation. When he created man, he created a man. And when he created woman, he created woman. Hmm? And so we don't want to get into get too deep into it, but we just want to make it plain so people will know hmm, that God does not change. And he did not change what he meant when he said Adam and Eve, all glory be to God, and not Adam and Steve. You know, let's just make it plain. We just want to look in the camera and, and make it plain to you. Well, let's go to Genesis. I, I need to go there. So we, you know, because this is, this is something we need to look at the immutability of God because we think, you know, you know, we do things that displease God. And when we do things that displease God, hmm, then we're, 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 we're setting ourselves up for failure. Let's go to Genesis uh, 1 and uh, 24. Let's go to Genesis 1 and 24. Because you got people, they want to fight the church. They want to fight the scripture about who God is and how God has created his creation. All right? So let's see how he created his creation. We'll let the scripture do the talking. Genesis 1 and 24. And God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind. Hmm? I just want to go there first. We're going to we're going to we're going to go back, but I want to just go here first. He says, and uh uh and God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind. He says, the creeping thing, beast of the earth after his kind, and it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth after his kind, and the cattle after their kind, and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. All right? We got that? Okay, let's go a little bit farther. He says here, And God said, Let us make man. Oh, oh, let's take a look. Let's, let's look at the immutability of God. And God said, Let us make man in our image. Who gave us permission to change the image? Oh, glory be to God. Oh, y'all getting me worked up now. Who gave, I don't, uh, just because I'm a preacher, I don't have the permission to change what God has said. Oh, glory be to God. Let me get out of here. Hmm? And God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and every creeping thing that creeping up on the earth. Praise God. And so God created man in his own image. And in the image of God created him, him, created he, him. Male and female. Oh, glory be to God. Male and female created he, them. God created two all oh, glory be to God. Distinct individuals, praise God. Hmm? 
One was a man and the other one was, was the woman. And God was not confused. All glory be to God. Why are we confused? All glory be to God. We got people now saying that I'm a man trapped in a woman's body or a woman trapped in a man's body. How can that be according to Genesis 1 and 25 and 26 and 27? How can that be? Genesis 1 and 26 through 27 and 28 there. How can that be if God, the immutability of God, God is truth now. So who's, who's, uh, who's bringing the false accusations here? The Bible is right and somebody's wrong. And I want you to see right here, God created man in his own image. You're not going to tell me God is a freak. God is not a freak. Praise God. Hmm? So we need to make sure that we follow the scripture as we teach the doctrine. Hmm? Because you got apostolic folk embracing stuff that God didn't embrace. Praise God. I would like to go a little bit farther, but uh, uh, I wanted to get into uh, the lot thing, but I just want to show you something here. So God created man in his image. And he says, in the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Look at this. This is good news here. And God blessed them. God ain't blessing nothing that he didn't. Oh, glory be to God. Set in the beginning. He ain't blessing nothing that we do if it ain't done by his design. If we change what God has designed, he ain't, he don't have to bless it. <laughs> oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? He don't have to bless it. If it's not according to how, uh, righteousness, if it ain't according to how he set the order, praise God. And who gave us the right to change the order? Hmm? God created a man and the man should be a man. God created the woman and the woman should be a woman. I got scripture backing me up. Hmm? And so God is not hating what he created. It's the sin he hates, praise God. And so people need to get this right so they don't feel like if I mess up, me being saved in the church, if I mess up and go out there drinking and, 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 and go back out and like a dog going back to his vomit, doing things I shouldn't be doing, hmm? it's no longer me that God God doesn't have a problem with me as a person because he, he loved his creation, but the sin he hates. I want to make sure I point that out as the immutability of God. The, uh, the immutability means that there is no true doctrine apart from that which is taught by the apostles. Hmm? If you teaching anything outside the apostles teach, now we're going to get in, dive deep. Stay with me another 10 minutes. You're going you're gonna to enjoy this. Stay with me another 10 minutes. You're going to enjoy this. He says here, uh, anything that's outside of the apostles' teaching. Hmm? Uh, we're going to go to Acts 2 and 42. Anything outside of the apostles' teaching, apart from what Jesus gave the apostles, huh? there's a great need to continue in the apostles' teaching. Why? Let's go to Acts 2 and 40 through 42. Then we're going to go over to Galatians. I want to show you something. We need to, we need to take a look at this. This is serious business because uh, we're being attacked and uh, the saints 
We need to be ready for this attack. Hmm? And this is why I, I stay in this doctrine because uh, this is what the apostles wanted us to do. He didn't want us to just have a shouting service. He wants to know this doctrine so we can uh, be faithful men and teach other faithful men. Hmm? That's what he told, he told Timothy and Titus, teach faithful men that they may teach others also. And so we must, we must be about our father's business. Now let's take a look. We can go to Acts chapter 2 and uh, verse number 40. Let's go there. Hmm? And with many other words did he testify hmm? and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then they taught, uh, then they that uh, gladly received his word were baptized. We must still let people know that they need to be baptized after they believe and repent. They need to be baptized so their sins can be washed away until the time of refreshing comes, till God fill them with the Holy Ghost. Hmm? Because we can't give you the Holy Ghost. And anybody teaching uh, a person how to speak in tongue and how to talk in tongue, that wasn't the apostles' teaching. That was not their method that, they, that Jesus gave them. Hmm? He gave them the word, and, and, and they gave the word to the church, and then the spirit moved upon the people. Hmm? And so if we're, uh, if we're trying to say, uh, you know, you got the Holy Ghost, we telling people they got the Holy Ghost, they don't have it, according to the apostles' teaching. Because hmm? the Bible said any man that have Romans 8, and uh, I believe 8 and 6 through 9 there, he said any man that have not the spirit of Christ, I think it's 8 and 8 there in Romans, he said, any man that have not the spirit of Christ, 88, 9, he is not, he or she is none of his. So if you're going to belong to God, you got to be born of the warden of the spirit. You can't join the church. You got to be born into this. All glory be to God, huh? Of the warden of the spirit. Now, this was the apostle teaching. But look at this. I'm going to break it down for you. He says here, then they gladly received his word and were, and he said, were baptized. Hmm? If you fighting baptism, all oh, glory be to God, huh? You don't have the doctrine of the apostles. You don't have the doctrine of Jesus Christ. Look at this. And he says here, uh, then they gladly received this word, were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Hmm? Verse number 42. Stay with me. Five more minutes. We're going to Galatians 2 and 42. He says here, and they continue steadfastly in the apostles' teaching, the immutability of God. Hmm? God does not change. Hmm? He gave them what to teach the church, and they obeyed Matthew 28 and 18 through 19, and they did it in Jesus' name. They obeyed it to the letter. All right? And he says, they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship. You claim to be apostolic and you avoid all fellowship. Hmm? We need to get back to teaching this. Hmm? People now say they're in the apostles' doctrine, they're in the apostles' teaching, hmm? but they stay away from Pentecost. Hmm? 
if you've been born of the Holy Ghost and been filled with the Holy Ghost, you're going to find yourself at Pentecost. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? You're going to find yourself at Pentecost. You ain't going to, oh, I know, I'm, I'm messing up. You ain't going to find yourself tied up in nothing else, huh? But the teaching of God, the apostles, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. If we love this, we got to be willing to die for this. Hmm? And you know what? Oh, glory be to God. Now, you do what you want to do. I tell people, as I'm, I'm, I'm in Joshua 24 and 15 right now. You do as you see fit. You do as you please. You got to give account to God for yourself. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Praise the Lord. And this is where we have to be. We have to be at a point where we will serve God. Huh? Regardless of all these other distractions that are coming. He says here, and with many other words. Hmm? The Bible talks about it. He said, with many other words did he testify, saying, save yourself from this untoward generation. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and breaking of bread and in prayers. I want to talk about the last one, prayer. You got so many people claim to be apostolic. Real apostolics pray. Hmm? Real born and bred believers pray. Hmm? And I question if some people really got the Holy Ghost if they never pray. Praise God. All oh, glory be to God. Let me get out of here. I know. It ain't, it ain't, I ain't challenging nobody, but I'm just letting you know. Look at this. If you never pray, the spirit never leads you to pray. Let me go to Luke. All right. I got I got to go to Galatia real quick. But but I, I want to show you something. Luke 18 and 1. And he spake a parable unto them to this end. Jesus taught them the doctrine. He demonstrated what he taught them. He didn't teach them and not pray himself. Oh, glory. Let me get out of here. He prayed and they prayed. Look at this. It says here, and he spake unto them a parable to this end, that men ought to always pray and not to faint. And then he goes into this unjust judge uh, type situation to let you know how persistent we should be in prayer. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. We don't just ask God and, you know, we got to be persistent when, we, when we're really looking for spiritual things from the Lord, not natural stuff. Natural stuff, you should pray and just leave it. God going to take care of it. But when you have a spiritual need, you got to be persistent of what you want to ask God for. Praise the Lord. And we need increase of the Holy Ghost in these last days. And I'm being persistent in asking God. I'm not doubting. I'm not wavering. But every time I go before the throne, I'm asking God, Lord, do it for me. Glory. Hmm? Because I don't want to get caught in the shape of how some of these, oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Some of these folk getting caught in, praise God. And I don't want to get caught in the net of pride and, you know, self-reliance and all that stuff. And he said, without me, you could do nothing in John 15. And so we need to be mindful 
to pray and ask the Lord. Hmm? And he'll give you some understanding. But let's go to Galatians. I'm letting you go now. We got to let you go. Got to turn you loose. My five minutes is up. But we're going to go here. Um, we're going to go to Galatians. I want you to see something. But if we talk about the immutability of doctrine or of God, we need to know that we need to continue in the apostles' teaching. Hmm? God did not uh, have the apostles change what he gave them. This is where we're ending up at when we talk about the immutability of doctrine. Let's go to Galatians 1 and verse number 6. Let's take a look. Are you there? Go with me. He says, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, hmm? which is not another. So how do we develop our own system? We got to teach the Bible. And so if you, if we have a church, we have a ministry, we have uh, work that we're doing for the Lord, there's got to be some kind of teaching. You're teaching the people something. Praise the Lord. And so when we look at this, doctrine simply means teaching. Hmm? And there's only one gospel. There's not another gospel. So how did we come up with two versions of the gospel or three versions of the gospel? How did we come up with three gods when there's only one? There's only one seat in heaven uh, which uh, the Lord is going to sit on. It's not three gods. Hmm? It's three manifestations of the one God. Look at this. He says here, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another. But there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. This is where we are today. Hmm? We at a time where people are full of perversion. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, glory. I'm going to save some. Look at this. We're in a perverted time. Look at this. He said, but there are some. He said, but there be some that trouble you. Hmm? You got some folk that's trying to undermine the church. They done slipped in, they done crept in, and they're undermining what the apostles have built and laid. Jesus laid the foundation, the apostles built on it. Hmm? And we have to be careful how we build thereupon. Look at this. So these folk that done slipped in, oh, glory, let me get out of here. I got to go. They're trying to change. I'm going to go to Jude, but I, I'm out of time. I got to go. Reference Jude yourself. People creeping in, and Paul talked about it in Acts 20 and 28, that at the time of his departure, grievous wolves going to come in and not spare the flock. We in that time now, praise God. Glory. I'm blowing the trumpet. I'm warning us, church. Glory. We're, we're at a time that we've never seen before. We're at a time in church history that we've never seen before. We're in the end time. Look at this. He says, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. Hmm? 
That means change it, twist it, hmm? make it tickle your ear, praise God. Hmm? Make you feel like you're going to heaven anyhow, no matter how many people you sleep with. The devil is a lie. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? I don't care how many members you got following you and you sleeping around. Let me get out of here. I got to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let this loose. Praise God. Look at this. He says, but there will be some that trouble you and will pervert the gospel of Christ. Now look at 1 and 8. I'm finna let you go now. I'm tired of boring your patient here, warning your patient. Uh, Galatians 1 and 8. He says, but though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel hmm, unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Verse number nine, as we said before, so say I now again, he emphasizes the importance. If any man preach any other gospel unto you than that which you have received, all oh, glory be to God. Why are we receiving folk, all oh, glory be to God, that God told us not to receive? All oh, glory be to God. I got to go. Hmm? We're going to be in trouble, praise God. Hmm? And I don't, everybody wants a friend, praise God. All oh, glory be to God. You got to make sure you're on this apostle doctrine. Because hmm? some people friends with the devil. <laughs> oh, let me get out of here. I know you, some of y'all missed that. Hmm? We can wind up being friends with the devil. Oh, <laughs> let me get out of here. I got to go. But the Bible said light can't, light can't dwell with darkness. Hmm? And, con, and concord can't uh, deal with Belial. Huh? That's what he said in the Corinthian church. What, you know, what fellowship have light with darkness? <laughs> oh, glory be to God. And what concord? Oh, glory be to God. Hmm. I tell you, we, we got to look at the truth and stand on this apostle doctrine. Hmm? This is a lonely road. Some people don't like the lonely road, but truth is a lonely road. The Bible says straight is the way. Hmm? Hmm? The Bible says straight is the way that leads unto life. Hmm? I want to let you know, but the broad way, hmm? everybody's on the broad way. Look at this. If any man preach any other gospel unto you than that which you have received, let him be a curse. He says, for do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. So we're going to stop right there and let you go. But uh, you can finish reading out Galatians. It's a good book to read out here, Galatians chapter 1, that Paul was really dealing with the believers in converse there and uh, the Jews, and he was letting them know that God's plan all along uh, by Jesus Christ was to save. Hmm? Hmm? Was to save us by Jesus' death. That's what he wanted to let them know. He wanted to save us by Jesus' death. And so he was letting them know that. So we want to say to the people, God, we love you with the love of the Lord. We didn't want to bore you today, but we wanted to talk about the immutability of doctrine. That means it's unchangeable. It cannot be canceled. 
And no matter how many people, uh, you know, write books and bring different uh, methods of teaching and try to write new Bibles, the scripture has already uh, been placed and and been infallible. You know, since God has had these holy men write as they spoke by the Holy Ghost, I wanted to go to Peter, but I ain't got time to go there. You know, these holy men of God, they spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. And so this truth has already been uh, validated by God himself. And he is the author. Even though there was many writers, God was the author. And so I got to let you go. It's just so much in here. And we're just excited, you know. And I just want to let uh, the people of God know that we love you and that we're in the apostles' doctrine. We're, we're in the apostles' teaching. We're not moving away from it. Hmm? We're not moving away from it to, uh, you know, uh, gain any type of uh, traction. You know, sometimes people won't uh, have a mob or a crowd, I, whatever you want to call it, have a group behind them, have a following. But this ain't about a following. You need to follow Christ. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. And that's what we want you to do. We don't want you to be doing nothing. You know, you got so many people say, well, the pastor said, well, what did God say? Because if the pastor say the wrong thing, you still going to follow the pastor and he, oh, let me get out there. I got to go. And my bishop teach us, we should follow the scripture. Hmm? And we should read the scripture for ourselves so we don't end up being lost. Because some people, they got pastor salvation and we don't want to have pastor salvation over here. We want to have the doctrine, praise God, of the apostles, prophets, and Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Again, we love you. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. We hope you enjoyed this particular uh, broadcast on today as we talked about the immutability of God. Uh, we did want to talk about the attitude, you know, the attitude uh, toward doctrine. Uh there's a there's a lot uh, about attitude. The proper attitude is we should uh, be searching these scriptures. We should be reading scripture every day and learning the doctrine. OK, it's good to study the whole Bible, but we need to know the apostles teaching as it relates to the church and the dispensation of grace and truth wherewith we're in the last days, the last of the last days. And so we want to encourage you to continue to get this doctrine down in you so you can let people know or you'll be able to detect the Aaronist teaching that's out there. Because if you don't know the apostles' doctrine, you certainly won't be able to pick up on the false teaching. Praise God. And so you need to know this. If you're an apostolic, you've been born and bred and you've been baptized, believer, you've been filled with the Holy Ghost, start in the book of Acts and read it over and over and over again. And I go through the books of Acts, uh, you know, every year I go through it. Every year, I'm going to go from Acts chapter one all the way through the whole entire book of Acts. And we do it every year because we need to have this doctrine down on the inside of us. Hmm? We need to know. We need to know what the apostles did and why they did it and who led them to do it. Hmm? And if we're not being led by the spirit of God, the Bible says many that are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And if you're being led by anything outside of the spirit and the word, huh? the holy writ, if you're being led by anything outside of those uh, main objectives, the spirit of God itself and the holy writ, and, and, and we're supposed to be even led by our spiritual leaders, them too, but we should be led by them. But if we're being led captive 
silly women laden with sin somebody oh let me get out of here i got to go if we're being led captive huh that there's another gospel then you're being you you're being deceived and matthew 24 and 3 says let no man deceive you by any means and so we're in a deceptive time and you need to know the truth again i'm your host elder gregory newson we love you with the love of the lord thank you for joining the faith in god internet tv god bless you until next time uh, God bless you in Jesus' name. We're going to uh, go ahead and uh, try to end the bro uh, program at this time. So give me a moment here. Uh, we're going to go ahead and try to end the program here. But uh, please join us back here on Wednesday, if the Lord's will uh, join us back here. Uh, we may start a little later Wednesday because we got some things going on, but uh, we may end up changing our time. So stay tuned. Uh, you will get the auto notifications as long as you're subscribed to our channel. So even if we change the time, you can come back and view the broadcast at a later time. OK, in a later date. Again, we love you with the love of the Lord. Again, we love you with the love of the Lord. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you until next time. In Jesus' name.